with my ass. But I'm just my ass. Just around. Email. This is my ass. Oh, shit. You don't have your glasses. Thank you. Everyone hit pause. Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of Eclectic Full Contact Theater's blended satirical saunter down memory lane to those thrilling days of yesteryear, Throwing Shade. Remember, if you love the adventures of the Shade and the Vamp, head over to Patreon at www.patreon.com EFCT and become a subscriber for all sorts of exclusive Shade rewards. And now, sit back. Relax and enjoy eclectic full contact theaters throwing shade. Food should make you happy. <laughs> okay. You know? Life should make you happy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, thank you. Now that we've recorded all of that. Yeah! Life, <laughs> life should make you yeah, happy. There should life, make you, you should happy. be happy with so, life. Cheers! So, welcome. Welcome, welcome everyone in podcast land to uh, <laughs> Eclectic Folk Contact Theater's Throwing Shade, the no first, no. the first no. a, uh, teaser episode. We're um, teasing you. Stop it. <laughs> dirty, dirty girl. Um, <laughs> you like it. So we'd Ladies like, and gentlemen. <laughs> so we'd like, to, uh, we'd like to introduce ourselves to you since you can't see us. At least I hope you can. Um, I am Andrew Pond. Hi, I'm Jessica Lauren Fisher. I'm Lori Iyer. I'm Noelle Kleiss. I'm Rochelle Prue. I'm Sarah Siegel. And I am Therese Young. And this is a uh, small sampling of the voice. Christy, <laughs> 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 that's your name. Uh, Lori does uh, our foley. Yes. yes. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> disruptive. But uh, this is a small sampling of the uh, voice talent that we use here on uh, Throwing Shade, and one of the things that we want to be doing for you right now before the first episode is to kind of give you an idea of what to expect here on Throwing Shade, since 1930s radio drama isn't a thing that happens all the time anymore. It's not! What? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the scripts oh, get written. Almost on cue, ladies and gentlemen. But... Uh, so we want to go through a quick uh, um, history of the show, and to do that, we're going to turn to Sarah, oh God. who is uh, one of, if not the main creator of the show. Woo! So, so wh- why? Uh, because I like torturing people. <laughs> uh, no, um, it, listening to this will not be torture. No, 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 no. I like torturing the actors, not the listeners. Thanks for telling us now. <laughs> 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 it's all part of my plot. You've been here for so long. Wow. There you have it. <laughs> it's like you live in a psychological thriller and only I'm James Patterson. Um, wow. <laughs> always listen to radio shows and I thought to myself, you know, there are a lot of very competent people in the world. Let's write a show about someone who's not one of them. <laughs> you sure that's a good idea? You've ended up at the doctor's the last five times you went out in the shade. Mere flukes. Far less likely now that I've cut eye holes in the mask. <clears throat> the shade was created. Originally, it started off uh, as a radio show called Cloak and Dagger. Uh, uh, but thanks 
to Freeform and ABC Family for coming out with the show. You know what? Thanks to thanks to Freeform and ABC Family for so many things. So, so many things. So many. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. That's what I was just gonna say. Woo. Things are dropping. Unless they advertise on the podcast, I don't want to hear about them. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, well, there's a there's a comic book, but I was like, you know what? People aren't gonna associate a radio show with a comic book, so I can get away with it. That's never happened in the history of radio. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, you know, Superman. Anyway, um, honestly, like I wish I could tell you that it was some like spark of genius, but really, uh, I sat down one day and I was having one of those weird days where you think weird things, and I thought of all the euphemisms for the word penis. That are also men's names. So I Google searched penis synonyms, which is still in my browser history somewhere. Uh, I am so sorry for anybody who stumbles across that computer. Now, I want to point something out to you, Sarah. Yes. You said that um, you'd like to say that this was a, a spark of genius, but it wasn't. I would like to challenge that because I think that that was a spark of genius. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then it's a spark of something. It's you know yeah. It was like, a spark. So was I a definitely spark, spark. I was on something probably like Sudafed. <laughs> so the character. So which characters were formed by this? I'm Johnson Tally, head of the Tally family. Soon to be the most feared criminal organization in all of Chicago. These are my sons. I'm Theater Tally. I'm Richard Tally, but everyone calls me... Rick? She guessed it. Nobody ever guesses it on the first try. I'm Big Willie. <laughs> oh, of course you are. And this is my youngest son, Parksard. Tell me Park a ghost had daughter. Um, I had Wednesday morning because uh, I had literally watched uh, My Girl Friday the, like the week before and I just loved everything about this like <laughs> badass it's almost driven to the sidekick character and the idea of them having to basically like steer the hero into being a hero not because they're a bad person it's not a moral steering it's literally like do not go there, or there will be a wall in your face. Steering. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's literal steering, not right. emotional steering. Right. Um, Misty LeBlanc, she was an OG character. Oh, was she? Yeah, yeah that's she nice. was an OG. That's she, nice to know. Uh, she, she made the final cut. She was not, well, she was sort of who she was to say. Uh, she was a little smarter at the beginning, but then she needed, she needs to be dumber to be smarter. That makes sense. If you'll, you keep listening, you'll understand yes. why. Oh, yes. <laughs> Look at that. That's, oh, that's our first, boy, yeah. that's our first oh, little that's teaser. Oh, that's the first teaser. You <laughs> must keep listening. Wow. <laughs> Let's do my part. And please, call me Misty. Very well, Misty. Now, shall I call you a cab? Well, I just said, call me Misty. So, so, you, had, so you had this idea. To do to do a, a to write a '30s radio mm -hmm. style comedy. Yes. Um, or at least something that I thought was funny. Jessica and I are two of the founding members of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, who is, of course, the the entity that is now producing this podcast. <laughs> we had been thinking about trying to come up with uh, something uh, akin to LA Theater Works, which is doing live stage readings of plays on the radio. 
in front of a live audience. And uh, your sister, yeah. Katie, who is the artistic director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, um, said, well, wait, my sister's got this idea. Why don't the two of you talk? And we did. And um, Andrew hated it. I, I, speaking, speaking, of, lie. speaking of hated, I want to point out that the relationship between Sarah and Andrew was not always amicable. Oh no! Before before this uh, project was brought up. Well, once I found out that she liked dick jokes as much as I did, that was pretty yeah, much that's it. Pretty much <laughs> best friends forever. Remember, if there's one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that you can bond over, penis jokes. <laughs> penis jokes. <laughs> that's right. Everybody Men and fun. women both like penis. Everybody jokes. loves a good dick. Um, so... If you haven't already told your children to leave the room, now would be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we, yeah. we decided to, to, to go ahead and do this, and it was really... I was terrified, because the <laughs> conversations between the two of them were not always amicable. I don't know what you're talking about. I can imagine you being worried to death. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> That, I like the fact that basically what Jessica is trying to do is she's trying to build tension <laughs> and drama into this podcast. It's like, oh, what's going to happen in the script since they hate each other? I was, <laughs> but I was really nervous because no. I was like, no, they're just going to argue the whole time no. and nothing's ever going to happen. And it's no, not going to be okay. I'm what? so scared. No, once you, once you realize that there's somebody else in the room who likes really bad puns as much as yeah. you do, nothing yeah. else, nothing no. else matters. No. Sure, and ain't you a pretty thing when you smile? <laughs> See, no need to turn into a German side dish. What do you mean? You know, a sauerkraut. <laughs> it was worth it. And the the idea was really great. Mm -hmm. the The idea I of agree. the incompetent it really because it was her idea. Yeah, it was my idea. The the I idea of the incompetent hero and the significantly more <laughs> skilled sidekick. Um, just allows for a lot of a lot of humor, and it also allows for a really great um, uh, satirical take on society back in the 1930s, but also how that relates to society in 2019 mm -hmm. by making the sidekick. Which, if you're listening to this and you hear that's not 2019, welcome. Oh, oh my gosh, how did you go back Hi. in time? It's it's amazing. <laughs> Somebody's paying us some money on Patreon. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's so it's starting. It's starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we start twenty six. So find us archived in some hole somewhere. <laughs> we just buried this in, in the corner in the cornerstone of a building somewhere to be and somebody opened. Somebody thinks it's like in, great classic literature. The sound is sending the space. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So this is the, this is what brings the the, the aliens. This is what they didn't even save us. We really just wanted to know exactly who the shade person was. <laughs> if you want to know how the episodes get written, that's how. Yeah, the, the, I will say that the the the, the plotting of the of, of the season is quite interesting because it really was just you, me, and Katie yeah. sitting down and going, "What would be ridiculous?" Yeah. What would be the, what would be funny? What would be the funniest thing? Um, we decided pretty early on to actually adhere to the standards and regulations of the 1930s film and radio industry. Yeah. So, um, which has caused.
some hilarious moments. I don't know why you don't take more credit. You think Clemens would listen? Well, he listens to me. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Uh-huh. Mostly. Well, not very often. There are a few differences between the two of us, Theo. Really? I, uh, <clears throat> hadn't noticed. You hadn't noticed. I was always taught that it was rude to look at a lady's, some um, differences. But it's too easy to be funny by being graphically dirty. Yeah. It's... It, it, there's no shock value to it anymore in whatever year it is that you're listening to this. Um, but, it, you know, nobody nobody's shocked anymore yeah. by, by, by hearing somebody drop an F-bomb or, or, or get really, really graphic uh, sex jokes. It's... It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> Um, so we did. We decided let's stick to, to, to the standards and practices that were back in the thir- as much as we can. Yeah. There are some There's things that they're like, that... you can't talk about this at all. I'm like, yeah. it's a crime thing. Why can't we talk about like... shooting? Yeah. Uh, oh, you couldn't do that in the 30s. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're a game and abroad and some music. Like, what? That's all right. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. There's well, some we weird can't... ones. There was some. There's like, um, you can't imply that someone is wearing less. Someone's showing more skin than than is clothed. Yeah, or the other ones you can't you can't impute you can't in any way impugn impugn the church. Yeah, you can't. Or or suggest or suggest something wrong about America. Yeah, you can't Um, even you can't like. Wow, how wow. things have changed. Yes. yes. You can't even be like, well, maybe. Well, or not, or, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's funny. The, the more we write this, the more we realize we haven't really changed that no. much. It's, 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 you know. We thought we did. Same and shit, different day. Then we're going backwards. Yep. But, so that that's basically how we plotted out um, both season one and, and, and the second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just sitting Spoiler, there. Spoiler, there's what a could... second season. That's right, so oh, you're no, stuck no. with us for a That's while. That's our second teaser. Jess is going to keep counting. So, and, and, then we, and then we went out, and one of the things that we also decided that we wanted to do, and we're going to now force Lori to speak. Yeah, um, Lori. I don't do most stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that you will, you will, there, there will be a there will be a t-shirt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that you can get uh, yeah. for that. But one of the things that we also decided we wanted to do was instead of uh, pre-recording mm-hmm. sound effects and putting it in after, is that we wanted to do it the way that it was originally mm-hmm. done, which is live. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. we went out and we found someone who had... <coughs> no talent. No experience doing live <laughs> Foley whatsoever. Not. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, what? The musical instrument recorder, not the thing we're recording this on. It's okay, we have a spare somewhere. Um, anyway. I'm so sorry, Lori. So we, uh, so Lori is... What does it sound like without it? Yeah, what does, what does, give it a try. Here, toot on it. Go ahead. It sounds exactly the same. (laughs) Who knew that there's not a lot to a 30 cent recorder? Um... But uh, uh, Lori is uh, one is another company member of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, and uh, really wanted to uh, be involved. And I was like, "Well, we need someone to do live foley. Do you want to do it?" And she's like, "Sure." Nobody else. With a large question mark. What has it been? What has it been like 
learning how to do live foley on the job. Shrimp pot. Shrimp <laughs> <laughs> There's this three foot door that weighs about sixteen hundred pounds. <laughs> that I used to have to walk around until people keep hitting at me and say, Can I carry that for you? And I say, Sure. <laughs> We're not going to explain what that is. <laughs> no. Not at all. It's got a, a broken bicycle bell on it. It's got two different kinds of horns. <laughs> and it's got a buzzer and a doorbell that you have to plug it into place and it just plays for you. But we give credit to Peanut Salamone! Built it. Yes. So that was in an old-timey typewriter. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. is very important. Yes. That's yes. what we... Oh. Started with, and I would um, sometimes use the case for some things too. Um, but then uh, when Katie started directing full time, she insisted that we be more professional. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to just figuring it out on our own. So I mean, we start every episode with a metronome. I'm Morley Saker. I'm Dan Rather. <laughs> <laughs> This and is not Barbara Walter. And we end with a metronome, <laughs> and then we throw in a siren that's somewhere in the middle. And I occasionally go online and, and buy things and bring it, and Angie does the same thing. And yeah. we've got our little uh, sound effects machine. So that's what you do on the keyboard. It goes on for a bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> Can applause ever really go on Lori, a bit too long? Lori is uh, um, an amazing musician and has started huh. playing on the keyboard for us. She's learning songs for yeah. us and yeah. playing things and like eight years of piano lessons. Or the last couple of years, I would not go, but would run over there to give the piano teacher the check that my mom had written. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have a, I have a toy keyboard, and I just pick out. First of all, my, 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 my main excuse is that the keys are too small because it's a child's keyboard for me to play with both hands, but really it's because I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that really makes radio drama radio dramas are the voice actors. Yes. So now everybody else gets to talk for a while. Yes. So um, we, we, we pulled a lot of uh, people that we knew, that Eclectic knew, from uh, uh, other projects or that we knew personally to, to come in and... <laughs> Jeez, Noel. Yeah, yeah, I, guess Noel. Noel. I guess Noel wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, right, actually, right now, yeah. Noel, Noel for these episodes is our narrator. Ooh. So she she is the she is the uh, the voice that you will hear She's at the, the beginning of, of every. I, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but she is the voice that you'll hear at the beginning and the end of every episode, and pretty much telling us what's going on. And along the lake, on the north side, at the site of the old abandoned Bushman Mountain. Wow! <coughs> and along the lake, on the north side, at the site of the old abandoned Bushman Mansion, glowing in the darkness, it pointed to a bony finger. Ah! Kohlrabi calls in some family favors. 
after being mo- <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, tell us a little bit about, I mean, who you are, first off, but also what, you know, uh, and, and, and just what, what made you want to do something like this? You know, what why is do it? you hate yourself? Why, oh, why, what? Why, why, <laughs> what made me want to do something like this? Yeah, why would you, why would you want to do, you know, come and do 1930s radio satire podcasty stuff when you could have a like real job <laughs> that pays you? <laughs> I mean, we we will. Yeah, we do pay. In case you're wondering, it's out all there. up to you, people. It's up to you, the Patreons. That's right. The patrons. The patrons on Patreon. <laughs> the patrons. But they're on Patreon, so you should. We'll you should call them Patreons. So we're passing around a vocal hat. In fairness, you can just send money directly. <laughs> a box of cash. But anyway, yes. I think I enjoyed the idea of like obscurity. From the rest of the world. Like. With this, you don't have to worry about costumes, makeup, you know, all of that. It's really just your voice. And like, nobody knows what you look like unless they like Google you. Noelle but, has four eyes. <laughs> Is actually true. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Yeah, it's because she wears glasses. It's like a potato. Noelle <laughs> <laughs> does not look like a potato. No. She's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful potato. Who happens to wear glasses. Hence the four eyes. She's joke. such a lovely potato. Promiscuous potatoes <laughs> anywhere around. Oh, Idaho. And Mr. Potato Head. Yes. Teasing children for years. Oh, oh. Right, folks. That was maybe not now I want fries. We'll just throw it open to everyone. So this sounds a little less like, well, welcome to the interview show. And more just like talking. I mean, how how much voice acting had everybody done before we started doing this in Saturday? Very minimal. Like, I have done, um, I played the mean girl uh, for this show called Phantom Pain, and I believe it was at the Greenhouse Theater. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so we just had to, like, call these girls some names with our, <laughs> with our Chicago accent. <laughs> and, you know, we got to see the show, and I heard my voice, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so mean. <laughs> because like if you saw it within the context of the play, it was it was really terrible, you guys. Oh. Hurtful. Oh, Noelle. Well, this is be. not the person we know. <laughs> no. She's an actor. I'm, She's an actor. I'm, a, I'm, I'm shocked and a little disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To me potato. too. Me too. Me potato. Like the color of a potato. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. 
they are doing this thing where for this department, basically for students who weren't doing so well in school, they needed to make this video so that the students can learn how to use this system that they wanted them all to have so they can learn how to do it, but they needed a hip way to advertise <laughs> nice. it. In it's my so nice when you have a hip way and you're yeah, like, I and don't know what you're talking about. I go to bed at nine on a Friday. Right? And yeah, you can look it up and I am a fairy god bee. A fairy god bee? Yep, and fairy so god it was green room and voiceover. And I am sitting here with one of my fellow theater students, and basically we were uh, doing this stuff where we can explain to them how to basically use the system that UIC wants them to use. And so whenever a student's not doing so well, they whip out this video, and it's me, who is basically, yep, as a bee, and I have was shrunk and brought up very big, and I am a sassy bee, and I'm basically telling them I'm in a dorm room, and I'm talking to him about using the system and stuff, and I get really small, and I go into the system, that uses video games and stuff and explains to them how to use this 21-day system and stuff like that. And at the end, I watch him walk away and pass his classes and stuff. And I say something really smart and I go off screen. So you help him pass his classes? I helped him pass his classes. That's amazing. <laughs> so this That's is the system. That's unbelievable. It is oh. Oh. So Wait, I don't get it. Wow. wow. You just own I it. <laughs> get, so. sh- peer pressure. <laughs> Uh, one, one, uh, we're we're gathering to do a recording of a of an episode actually tonight, and stay tuned, find out which one. Dun dun dun! <laughs> dun, dun, it's, dun. it's a spoiler. But one of our other voice Number actors three. walked in, Monica. Yay! Hello. 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 Who, uh, who, who? One of the characters that she plays is <laughs> one of one of my favorites is yes. es- is the librarian Esther Prim. He's one of my favorites too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we were just we were actually just talking before you walked in about it. prior to doing this uh, little piece of insanity. A, why did you want to do it? And B, how much uh, did how much voice acting experience had you had before we, you started doing this? Oh, um, so when I got contacted by a mutual friend, um, I thought it was a one time need someone to cover for one episode thing. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I, like, who has a German accent? And I had done Anne, Anne Frank several times, so I had a German accent. And so I'm like, yeah, I can cover. And then uh, I was excited, so when I just had potential for more than just a one-time thing. And uh, over the past year, it's been all like a big snowball effect. I just started voiceover stuff, but I've just been doing it pretty much nonstop between classes and recording with you guys and um, starting to now try to break into audiobooks and uh, and yeah it's all got started because I did I do puppets and there was a flashback during a puppet show where they had a cartoon of the puppets showing what happened like 20 years ago and sure enough uh, we got to be the voices of those characters I got to be a villain also and like it was so much fun and I'm like I need more so I'm addicted, so here I am. <laughs> this is my crash, and uh, you guys are my dealers, so thanks. Now give me one good reason not to ventilate ya. I'm the vamp, and this is the shade. We're looking the for- The shade and the vamp? Well, why didn't you say so? I'm so sorry I had no idea. It's such a pleasure to meet you. Especially you, young fellow. Um, thank you. <laughs> and you are? Oh. My stars and garters, where are my manners? Esther Prim at your service. 
I'm the head librarian here. I'm going to say this out loud. Eclectic is sort of like a dealer because ever since I started with Eclectic, I have found that the more stuff that I've done with them, the more opportunities I've had, I found that I've been able to have. I actually wanted to say that. So I actually owe Eclectic a whole lot. Eclectic was my first opportunity to write. Eclectic was my first opportunity as a production. And as a consequence, I've been able to go out and do other things because of opportunities I've been given. And stuff. So I do take them seriously as professional companies that I work with. So I know my line and my boundary. But I also like you guys. Thank you as friends. That's Harry Billy. <gasps> Who's he? He's trying to get Danny to invest in some harebrained scheme. Who just told you make any money selling good hooch for cheap? The store's gonna be huge. So we make it up on volume. And we sell other stuff. Like what? Cheese. Cheese. Yeah, born Jesus. Overpriced born Jesus. So the booze is cheap, but the cheese is expensive. You got it. because we started out as a, uh, a theater company and now we're doing a podcast and radio drama and all this other stuff. We we like to try a lot of new things, which means that, you know, we like to work with people who, honestly, we just like to work with. You know, it, it has, it has a, yeah, we're, we are, we're eclectic. <laughs> well, eclectic started off with, you know, six friends that like working together yeah. and wanted to work together in a way that they wanted to work. Wanted to work. Yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah. we've kept that uh, mentality and uh, so uh, and and uh, so yeah, we we do all kinds of different things. So you can if you go to our not our Patreon page, but if you go to our website, which is eclectic-theater.com. Theater with an R-E. With an R-E. You can find out all the other stuff that we're doing, but you can also go to our Patreon page at patreon.com. We'll put a link in the description. Yeah, we will, that you can go to, to everywhere. It'll be great. Um, but you can find out what we're doing. And uh, if you do sign up for Patreon, you'll get to see behind-the-scenes videos of us recording and rehearsing, and then you might find out what the full contact means. Um, so, <laughs> it is not sword. MMA fighting. It is not, mostly because I bruise easily. Um, but 
looking forward to uh, being able to put this podcast up and have all of you listen to it. If you love comedy and you love satire, more importantly, if you understand satire, please keep listening. And uh, every Wednesday morning, you can hear Wednesday morning. Look at that. You'll only get that reference if you actually listen to the first episode. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think So thanks for letting us talk at you. Yeah. Bye. We'll we'll talk to you next week. One, two, three. While I agree that it's always a good time for a hacker, we're going to have to stop here because the pizza's here. Hold on. We're pausing now. Let's all go to the lobby. I know. There's not going to be a realistic time frame on this because we're just letting it run. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Pond. And I'm Sarah Siegel. You may remember us from such podcasts as the one you were just listening to. We'd like to thank you for joining us and hope you've enjoyed the adventures of Theodore Rockwell and Wednesday Morning. And The Shade and the Vamp. If so, please head over to Eclectic Full Contact Theater's Throwing Shade Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash EFCT and become a patron. You can support Throwing Shade for as little as a dollar a month. That may be the literal definition of a pittance. Becoming a patron gets you access to behind-the-scenes videos, episode outtakes, merchandise, and much, much more, including the opportunity to ask us anything. I myself am an open book like a picture book. Be glad it's not a pop-up. So, head over to patreon.com slash EFCT to support Eclectic Full Contact Theater's Throwing Shade. And head over to eclectic-theater.com to find out what else Eclectic Full Contact Theater is up to. Say goodnight, Andrew. Goodnight, Andrew. <laughs>